0: Hey, 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 closet busters, come on and gather around. It's time once again to kick down those closet doors of life. We're here to escape our BS, explore our fears, and elevate our self-expression. I'm your host, Rick Clemens, bold move expert and coming out coach. And I'm going to take you to the party, the pulpit, the wake, and back to the party of living your life uncloseted. So come on, grab a hold of yourself and get ready to step out, step up, and step into living your truth as we explore more stories, tips, and tricks for living your life uncloseted. Now let's get to the show. Hey, hey, closet dwellers and bold move makers, it is time once again for Life Uncloseted. I'm your host, Rick Clemens. And man, sometimes those uncloseted lives you want to lead, oh my gosh, they just, Sometimes it just means you gotta leave something. You gotta leave maybe that job that you've been at for years and years and years and you gotta make this scary decision to start letting go of stuff in your apartment and packing up and it's just imagine you're gonna just take off and go somewhere, somewhere on the planet, and you're gonna just hit the reset button. And that's really what I call a bold move with a capital B, but It may also be something that you're going to get a lot of flack from a lot of people because they just don't understand. But you know what? That's okay because it's literally more about taking the jump and knowing that that jump is actually coming from the place when you know it's time to do it. And sometimes that inner knowing is going to come from something you feel inside yourself, your intellect, whatever it may be. But today's guest, she has decided to jump because she knows that now is the best time for her to do it. And you know what? She's an amazing gal that happens to be part of my world domination group. I know you guys heard me talk about that before. And this is what a lot of us do. We make these decisions. And, you know, I'm just going to say right now, we're recording this before she makes the leap. Um, It's actually the day before tax day here in the U.S. And in the next few weeks, she will be off and gone and jumping into a life going across the globe to Thailand. No set agenda. Not sure what's next. But she's going to do it, and that's why I so badly wanted her to jump in here. I would put it out on the World Domination Summit page going, you know, I'm looking for some people who are, you know, making bold moves, leaping out of closets, and she was literally the first one that responded. So I just want to introduce you to Robin Finney, and I'm so excited to have her here because literally we are grabbing onto her (laughs) coattails, so to speak, as she's about to make this leap of faith. So thanks for being here, Robin. I'm so excited to talk to you.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Rick. I'm very excited to be here.
0: So obviously, this has not just been, okay, let's just go do this. this there's got to be something I would assume has been bubbling under the surface of you as a person in your life for quite a bit of time before you decide, okay, it's time to go make this huge jump, right?
1: Oh, totally. Um, I mean, I could say it's been going on my whole life. Yeah. And I've always, I've been a dreamer ever since I was a kid and always dreaming of just going somewhere, doing big things. And, um, but I would always have things stop me Mm. and that voice in your head. I name, I don't know if you name yours, but I've named mine. His, um, he's stuck in the mud Stanley Mm. and he can be really mean and really harsh. And even, even this morning as I'm continuing to let go of stuff in my apartment and it's my last week at my job and I've been at my career for 11 years and that voice is still going, still saying, what are you doing? Why are you leaving a salary? Why are you giving up your life here? You're going to, nothing's going to work out. And it just, it keeps going, keeps going. Um, but the good thing is, is I'm now in a much better space and I know that it's just, it's just a voice and it's not truth. So
0: well, it is just a voice. And, it, and it's something that, you know, as I work with clients, it's always that voice is doing the best it knows to try to protect you, but it also can get in the way and hold you back from experiences you're meant to go experience so that you then go on to the next thing you're supposed to be in your life. And yeah. It's such a challenge. Um, what I love about what you're just talking about, though, Robin, is, you know, the voice is constantly asking why, why, why. <laughs> And there's a beautiful thing about asking why, because the why is really the catapult in my, in my opinion. Like if you can answer the why, then it's like, okay, I know why I'm going this pathway. I'm just curious though, for you, has the why started to become clear or are you trusting the universe and going the why will become clearer as I step into it? Or is it a mixture of both?
1: I think it's a balance of both. I, I, Um, So I've been, last year was kind of my my year, I coined it as my year of action, and I just started taking action, and if there was something I was going to do, I just went after it, and I'm somebody that I have to play big or not play at all, and I haven't been playing for a long time, and I went to a wild-hearted meditation retreat in Guatemala in July of last year. And it was on our very first day. It was a week long retreat. And on the very first day we did a meditation and I got, I just broke down in tears and it was just so crystal clear how safe I had been living my life. And I even got out a piece of paper and I wrote on it and I was like, I'm fucking tired of playing it safe. And for me, that was like a really hard truth um one because i never really dropped the f bomb before and everybody in my circle was like whoa where is this coming from but it was just one of those moments that i just really there's certain times throughout your life where you have breakthroughs and you have what i call glass shattering moments mm-hmm. and it was in that moment that the glass shattered and i could just see like everywhere where i was playing it safe and i had always ever whenever i started my job I always would, my, my whole thing was work to travel. That was my motto. I work for an awesome company that supports that. So they've supported me through the years and letting me take three weeks off at a time to go on a trip. And, um, so, but I would, I found that my drug was travel in a way and I would book a trip and I'd be really excited. And then I would immediately, when I get back, go into a deep depression and I wasn't happy again until I booked my next trip. And, uh, so it was kind of realizing all of that and just other areas in my life where I'd been playing it safe. And, um, so that kind of started this catapult, um, and this vision, and then it was just through the course of the past nine months that things have really unfolded and I moved in. January. Well, it was actually on December 31st. I moved into my very first solo apartment
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I've always lived with people and roommates, families, different people. Yeah. Cause for me that was always playing it, That was part of my playing it safe. Yeah. And so I wanted to end my year of action by moving, taking that what I considered a bold move for me. Yeah. And I moved into my apartment knowing at the time that I would only be here a few months. Mm. And so that in itself was huge for me Mm -hmm. and a lot of people now that I'm moving out of my apartment, I've been here almost just four months now, four and a half months and people are like, "What? you just moved in. Why are you moving out already? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's taken a lot. And so I, so I know, so that's part of it. And now this jump is, yeah, I, I really have no idea what I'm doing. I don't have anything set lined up. I'm still figuring out where I'm going to go, where I'm going to stay. Um, And I'm just really trusting and being open to the universe and what, what's going to open up for me.
0: That's awesome. And there's so much that you just shared that I want to kind of go a little deeper in and dissect because you, you brought up the whole point of, you know, making the bold move of just moving out and living on your own. What I find so fascinating when I work with people in this arena is everybody thinks it has to be some huge, bold thing. So now if you had come on and said, okay, I'm, I'm dropping everything and I'm going to Thailand and I made this decision and I didn't do anything else to prepare for that. Okay, yeah, that's really kind of big, big, bold sort of thing. But what I loved was for you, the first step was, well, probably opening up yourself and going, okay, I'm getting depressed every time I come back. So opening up the awareness was a yeah of itself. And then as that awareness became more and more, then other things started to probably fall into place. And then one of the things that fell into place was, okay, I'm going to live on my own. Yet it's that sort of stuff that falls so much in line with one of my core elements. When I talk to people and coach people around this is what's in your closet is actually what's going to help you get out of that closet. So if you hadn't put yourself in the closet of living on your own, it wouldn't help you get out out of the closet to go do this next thing because suddenly to go headlong into, okay, I'm going to travel the world on my own. Each little piece of this adds up. And that's what I'm hearing from your story is every time I got depressed, that kind of added up to, okay, I'm going to use this depression to help push me forward. Get me to that next thing, get that next trip planned because I need to feed this thing that I know is why I've been put on the planet. Does that sound pretty accurate?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. So, as you started planning, what's been one of the biggest challenges here for you personally? Has it been the letting go? Has it been the uncertainty? What's kind of that thing you go, okay, this has been the hardest part of it?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, security shows up for me a lot because I'm, I, for the past 11 years, I've known where my paycheck is coming from. And I live a very comfortable lifestyle here. And so I'm just, I'm always used to, I don't have to worry. I want to go and, spend go to Whole Foods and buy groceries I don't have to worry about how much it is I just go and buy what I want and uh so that's that's a big big thing for me um just not knowing about that part and but I
0: think the interesting thing about the uncertainty and I I'm going to kind of generalize here just because Mm -hmm. of the experience I've had with clients and then my own experience coming out and being who I am and choosing to be an entrepreneur and all these different things. Once we start to realize the uncertainty is part of the, it's part of the journey. It's part of the drug. It's part of the, okay, without this, I can't go figure out what is next. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can't ever get there.
1: Right. And if we, if we knew what was next, would we go after it?
0: Exactly. Would we actually go, you know, I don't know. So we're both WDSers and I remember, you know, people telling me about it and I remember finally the year I said, okay, I'm going, I went with some uncertainty, but it, when I got there, I'm like, i there wasn't anything to really be uncertain about other than to just be open to the uniqueness of that experience. Mm-hmm. But had I not ever gone then I wouldn't have, you know, this is kind of right. I wouldn't have met you. I wouldn't have you yeah. having a podcast, you know, and I've had several WDSers on, but there's also the experiences that I grew from by being present in that moment and going, Ooh, this is kind of uncertain. I never done something like this, but if we don't take those risks and those, make those bold moves, so to speak, what are we going to miss out on? That's right. Where you're at right now. You're like, yeah. there's no certainty right now, but The certainty is going to be the drug that keeps you moving.
1: And what I've had in the back of my mind, um, I created a vision board at the beginning of the year. And I love when you create something and you don't even know how it's going to show up and then it just starts manifesting. And one of the phrases I put on my board was, if you don't go, you don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to me, I would much rather take this leap than to continue to stay where I'm at And just always wonder what, what if. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, part of this whole, you know, work that I do that now I'm bringing the closet metaphor to lots of different experiences is if you, it's right in line with what you just said. If you don't know, well, how are you ever going to know? You got to do something, you know, if I hadn't, if I hadn't come out of the closet finally when I did. I would have never known if life could be better being my most authentic self and living with a guy and raising a family with a guy. I would have never known because I would have been stuck in that space of still being miserable and unhappy. And I think too often these interesting closets we put ourselves in, yes, it's, it's a beautiful closet. In fact, I was interviewing another guest just a little bit ago, and, and she said, yeah, playing the victim can actually be really a charge and can be really, a fu- really fun because then we have something to say oh well yeah i'd like to do that but i'm not then we get attention and we get others going oh yeah i really relate to that but then those of us like yourself we're like okay i'm going to go do this then you got to find your new tribe because the other tribe the new tribe's going to help you go do this sort of stuff yes there's still going to be the naysayers but it's very similar to when you come out of that closet suddenly okay i'm not the only gay lesbian guy who's been married with kids, oh, there is a tribe here, and I think that's what you are really bringing to the forefront in this trip is i 'm just joining a new tribe i 'm on a new set of adventures with other adventurers that are going and doing this
1: yeah, totally, yeah
0: so why Thailand? Why is that the place you? <laughs> start? Not that well, there's anything wrong with it, but no,
1: that's that's one of my number one questions I get um. I've always wanted to go to Southeast Asia mm-hmm. and I had a vision. I was in a meditation and I saw myself there. Yeah. And so I'm kind of feeding off of that. And then I have, I've been talking to a lot of um, nomads all in expats and a lot of people said that um, Thailand was a great place to start. Yeah. So I'm kind of just going off of just my own instinct and what other people have shared.
0: So when that instinct hits, I'm gonna like kind of ask you a coach question right now. Yeah. When that instinct hits you, where do you feel that most in your body?
1: Mm, I I love this question. I was actually just talking to a friend about that this morning. Um, for me, it's like this almost this vib- vibrant energy, and it is like a, it's a vibration, mm. and I feel it almost from like my. It's between my crown, like my crown chakra, my head down to my heart. Yep. And it's just like that deep knowing mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm t- just following yeah. that path in my heart.
0: And so when you've felt that in the past, would you say that's usually been around other big things in life? That When you feel that essence in your body does that usually mean a big change is coming for you or something new adventure you're stepping into? Is that kind of your signal?
1: Yeah, it is. And, and sometimes it may not look big, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's definitely at the time it may not look big, but then I can see, I can look back and see how it played a critical role. Um, I
0: think this is so important. And I know because you do yoga and you've done meditations to me, this is one of those things that gets so ignored is that knowing place in your body, and that's why I wanted to bring it up because I knew you could go here with me, is yeah. when you start to identify, oh, this is, where, this is where my intuition hits. This is where my knowing shows up. Then when that happens, you can actually make decisions. Okay, yeah, you're still going to probably be scared and everything, but you're going to go, well, wait, this is when I feel it here. That decision is always, oh, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be going. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. But we become so numb I believe, as humans, that that can show up and we ignore it. But then when we start to pay attention to that stuff, then we can go, okay, I know I'm still a little unsure, but this is my center. This is my true north. This is where I know that. And so I'm going to put the trust in the space that always is the place that I know I can trust and step forward into. Yeah. I bet even decisions to go to yoga retreats and meditation retreats, it's always something that's like, yeah, I want to do this. Maybe even like going to WDS. I knew I totally felt it when I went to first WDS. I'm like, yeah, I'm actually supposed to be going to this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, And it's one of those things too, when I know it, I don't always know how it's going to work out. And so I signed up last year when I signed up for my retreat, I didn't know where the money was going to come from, but I was just like, you know what? The money Anytime I go after something, the money shows up
0: well, it's because and tension behind it. Yeah. You know, and it's different than, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to sit back and eat bonbons and drink champagne and wait for the money to show up. There's still an, there's still an action you're taking. I think for most of us, when we step into these knowing places, we know this is where we want to go. So we're going to, we're going to be open to seeing things that maybe we don't see normally because This intention is so strong. It is so what you're meant to be doing. I mean, just this group alone, when you and I first were having our conversations via Facebook about what you're doing, I'm like, this gal's intention is like, yes, this is time to go do this. It's the time. Yeah. And it's not, you know, for some people it'd be really scary. And I go, well, well, it might be scary to do something like this, but what's an intention you keep saying you're going to do? that may not be as big as dropping everything, selling everything, quitting a job, but you, you're still not doing it. And it's going to feel just as big as probably what it does for Robin right now. And then that, oh, yeah. put in that frame, people can start to put their hands on it and they can hold it and um, really go for it. So, um, so I'm really curious. You're, you're blogging, you're going to blog this whole experience. You're going to yep. uh, keep everything going. So how did you land on the name and i want you to share the name of your website <laughs> here i i kind of make some assumptions but i want to know how you got to that
1: yeah um so my blog is wandering ant and it's a u n t i have a lot of people ask they're mm-hmm. like oh like an ant no an ant um so i have um four nieces and one nephew and two I have two sisters. One sister has three and the other has two. Mm -hmm. And I've just always, I love my nieces and my nephew. Um, He's, he's new. So I'm still not used to saying I have a nephew. Um, But I just, I love, I've, I love them so much. I love spoiling them. And I've always wanted to just be a role model in their life and show them that you don't have to live life a certain way. Mm -hmm. And then the wandering part is just, I'm always, my mind is always wandering. I'm always, I'm always on a journey somewhere and just, I've always been a nomad at heart. Um, so when I was thinking of ideas that, again, that was something that it just came to me. And meditation is just incredible, what will show up for you. So.
0: It is amazing, and well, meditation and wine—that's usually oh,
1: wine. that too. Yeah,
0: They're my biggest inspirations. But as soon as I looked at your website, I'm like, okay, you know, I didn't even have to go any further. I'm like, okay, there's some nieces and nephews somewhere in the background here that are driving this, and yeah, It just it's amazing because it's it's eye catching number one, and and I love that some people go, oh, you mean like an ant? No, well, that actually gives you even more opportunity to talk about what you're doing and why you're doing it, and then to Really get people engaged. I think it's so interesting when people find a really cool brand that speaks to them personally and then causes others to either really, truly, totally get it the moment it's said, or causes people to go, whoa, help me understand that. Because either way, you're engaging. You're engaging. Right. So uh, yeah. So I'm sure you've thought about this and you kind of just alluded to it, but let's just kind of roll the clock forward to you know, a year, two, three years down the road and you, you know, maybe the adventure continues or maybe it's an end. What would you like your nieces and nephews to be able to say about their aunt?
1: Hmm. Well, that's a good question. Um, I want them to just find, know that, they can follow their heart and not be afraid and live their life on their terms and no one else's. And just look at, just look at me and just be like, Oh my goodness, I have the coolest aunt. Listen to what she is doing and look at what she's creating and all that she's brought us into this. And I think it's, it's something, I mean, when I initially started my blog, uh, my original platform was to be t- to inspire aunts and uncles because, um, I mean, I feel like a parent sometimes and sure. a lot of times aunts are, we do so much behind the scenes and I do it all for my heart. I'm not looking for credit or anything, but I just want to, I want them to have a deep appreciation and know that I'm doing, yes, I'm doing this for myself, but I'm doing it for them.
0: I think that's a beautiful way to look at it. And a lot of times I say, I just want to be the mirror. I just want to be the mirror, a mirror that they may not be getting from somebody else and may see some things in that mirror that maybe spark them or inspire them to do the thing that other people are saying, Oh, you can't be that, or you can't do that. You know, you you have to live in this box. And um, you know, I get, So the reason I ask that question from time to time with guests in in different ways is because we all, I think we all could spend some time answering a question like that because it helps us then ground in deeper to why we do what we do or why we're about to embark on an adventure we're going to do. And then when we can do that, it kind of sets even a deeper intention of, okay, yes, this is for me too, but if I could walk away from this, and I remember somebody right after I started um, coaching people to come out of the closet, somebody asked me the question three years from now, if you could have the impact you want to have and ha- have those clients or people talk about you, what would it be that you'd want them to say? And I said that Rick would always do the work so that he would never have to do this work again. Mm. That was the reason. If I could never and it's getting better. But if I never had to coach someone out of the closet again around their sexuality, I would be like thrilled. I would yeah. be thrilled that we've gotten to that place. And I think what you're embarking upon is a beautiful mirror to your nieces and nephews and whoever else. Because what's so interesting about something like this is, you know, your nieces and nephews are going to be impacted, but you alluded to it. And then they're going to be telling somebody about what my aunt's doing What well, you never know. One of their friends who might go, well, nobody's mirroring that in my world. So now I have somebody I just heard about. It's always these interesting sparks that then take somebody and off they go when they do their own thing. So yeah. I think it's amazing that you're, you're modeling this for your nieces and nephews. So, so what scares you most right now?
1: Uh, well, at this very moment, just getting <laughs> finishing this, completing this week, and getting everything out of my apartment. Yeah. Um, and the, packing doesn't really scare me because I'm a minimalist when it comes to yeah. traveling. But um, and then just the I can I can put myself in being in Thailand, and I'm starting my journey in Sydney. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go there for about a week, and I'm already there in my mind. Yeah. And so I think there's just all the prep to get there and get to that place, and uh, yeah, and just being open to what's to come. It's It's yeah, it's it's scary not knowing. But yeah,
0: it is scary not knowing. You just you just delivered the value bomb that I don't want to let go by. You said all the preparation and everything, but I think too many people miss one piece of the preparation is already being there in your mind. Yeah. Already being on the other side of the end of this week, already being on the other side of all the furniture getting sold or whatever, already being on the other side of, I don't have to wake up Monday morning and you think about what I'm doing for work. It's putting yourself in that space. I think we get too hung up in the other stuff and we can't get to the other side. You know, we can't, that other side in fact one of my mentors and I worked a lot on my brand this year around different aspects of how I do this and she goes one of the things I've noticed Rick is you you have this ability to see through doorways that nobody else sees and that was an interesting perspective so how do I do that what does that mean how can I help somebody do that and it was kind of like seeing Already for them, or helping them see in their own mind what is on the other side, but it's they didn't see that doorway. They didn't see the doorway to go through to get to that, you know. And I think that's such a strong space. Yes, you can call it mindfulness. You can call it consciousness. You can call it visioning, whatever you want to do it. But whatever that is for you, yes, you got to dwell on how you're going to do it. You can dwell on the steps, but what's what's that thing when you're there? What does that look like? you know, that to me is the power
1: yeah,
0: right there. So as you start to wrap it all up and and everything, um, what do you think you're going to miss most about having roots and being secure?
1: Uh, Just my, I mean, my community, I, I have a, and I have a deep community all over the world. I'm definitely, I'm very loyal to the people in my life. And so I know that by me, going away. I'm not going to lose that connection with them. Um, but it's the community of, you know, I just started teaching yoga. And so I already have students who are coming to my class because of me. And so it's already like, I just started and now I'm having to tell them like, oh guys, I'm actually leaving. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think just, just that, um, routine and just having, Having a place, I'm not. I, I would say having a place to call home, but I'm also one of those people that I'll come home from a trip and I'll be home a day, and then I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. It's time to go again. So, yeah.
0: You know, as you were talking about, you know, the students and and now having to tell them you're leaving, it's almost like I don't know why this just hit me. It's like you're fueling the fire in just the right way. It's like I'm. You start a lot of new stuff. You started a new apartment. You started teaching some yoga, but you allowed yourself to just get the new start and then to be able to close it down so you can go and make the next new start, which really, as you were talking, I'm like, it's actually a mirror what's about to come for her. You'll have some roots that get dropped and then you'll move and then some roots that get dropped and then you move. But what you just also said was, I'm really good at cultivating my community wherever I am. And I just can't help but think that a lot of people who are afraid to do the bigger things in life, is because they haven't learned how to do the community thing, or they haven't learned how to do security, or they haven't learned how to be comfortable with change. And so if they could foster those skills, then doing something like this wouldn't be nearly as scary but they tend not to work on those kinds of skills. They think, okay, well, what's the result? <laughs> well, you can't get to the result until you practice some of this other stuff. Okay, I'm gonna just put down some quick roots here. I'm gonna do this job for a little bit and then I'm gonna make a switch, you know? Yeah. And, and now as a society, that's something that it's kind of frowned upon. You know, God, if we were all changing jobs every three to four months, nothing would be done. <laughs> but It would right. be kind of cool, actually. Okay, this is what you're gonna do now. And this is what you're gonna do now. You know, it's kind of interesting. I think it's amazing that you're giving yourself the permission. I think that's the biggest thing. So many people.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting that you say that too, because it just makes me think that, you know, 11 years at a job is, especially somebody my age, is a long time. And it seems more and more rare because a lot of people do jump from job to job. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's interesting how I love just looking back and seeing. what all I've gone through to get to this place. And that's something I recently wrote about in my blog about my jump was appreciating the journey because so many times we are focused on the destination that we fail to miss what it's taking for us to get there.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. That's a huge thing. You know, as, as people come and talk to me about this sort of stuff, whether it's interview or coaching or whatever it is, I always encourage them to look into that space of what is it? And this is another thing back to that whole, what's in your closet that's going to help you get out of that closet is really digging into the journey because if you can grab onto the journey and go, Oh, I so appreciate this piece, whether it's struggle or whatever it may be, that struggle is actually what's going to help you get to the thing you're trying to get to. But yeah. we get so frustrated with struggle. We get so annoyed by, oh, you know, we can't get rid of the furniture. Well, maybe there's something we're supposed to learn about, you know, something's maybe coming around the corner for you, Robin, that it's like, oh, now I got to get rid of this and I'm in a foreign country. Now, how do I do it? You know, it's just these interesting things that we're given. And then when we start to pay attention to it, it's like, oh, okay, I can use this. How I'm going to use it, I'm not sure, but I'm going to pay attention to this and start to use it. You know? Yeah. And, and I
1: think too, I, um, I actually, I ran my first 5k on Saturday mm-hmm. and I'm not a runner, but I've found, I've never really enjoyed it. Um, but I found through yoga and just building up strength in my mind and body that it was easier for me to persevere. And so I get there the morning of the race and I'm like, okay, this is, I'm going to do it. I'm going to run the whole thing. And I get my phone out and my phone's down to 6%. Yeah, And I was like, and so I couldn't listen to music mm. and immediately my brain starts going, Oh, you can't run without music. You can't run to just your thoughts. And it was just me having a moment of this is uncomfortable and I'm going to push through it because I know I'm about to be in a lot of uncomfortable situations.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a good way to just bring this forward in like, you just wrapped a bow on this conversation. That's beautiful because it is about, oh, okay, I'm supposed to get uncomfortable now. And I know, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt. And this isn't like, oh, let's make it come to pass. There's going to be some uncomfortable situations for you coming up. And and to be able to walk through them and to pound through them and to go through them in a way with appreciation and love. And it's ironic because the podcast I did prior to this one was all about embracing the struggle instead of pushing the struggle away to truly embrace it because in the struggle is where we learn. It's where we see where we're supposed to go next. So um, it's just beautiful. So I am so excited for you. And I, I think you said you are, or you aren't going to be back for WDS this year.
1: I, I am. I mean, it. as of right now, I have a one-way ticket, but I, I'm going to be there. I told Chris that's I would be there. So I'm going to be That's
0: awesome. I can't wait to meet you. <laughs> I mean, we've never met folks. So this is, this is part of the beautiful worldwide community of really putting yourself out there and and letting people become part of your lives that you never have met, but they're part of a community where you know, you get support. And WDS is all about community service and adventure. And um, I can't help but think that that's exactly what you're about to step into is embracing those tenants and really being there. So um, I can't wait to meet you in person um, at WDS. And um, before we wrap it up, if you could, Give someone some advice, and not that you haven't already. But someone who's just <laughs> like, okay, you know, I need to do this. Whether it's a big bold move or I need to do something, what would be that advice for like really starting to take the first step?
1: Yeah, um, I would say just just take the step. Mm-hmm. Don't be concerned about what it might look like or that you're not good at it. And um, just remember that everybody starts somewhere and everybody is a beginner.
0: Yeah. Everybody is a beginner and everybody does have to start. I mean, even, even this lovely little podcast came into my lap and I had never even thought about doing this. It wasn't, it was so far not on the radar. And now by the time we get to WDS, I will have hit 300 episodes and it's just, it's, it's amazing what happens when you step into something they're not too sure about, but you go, okay, well, let's go do this. And then it suddenly becomes your passion. It becomes the thing that you just won't give up. It's the thing that brings you joy and all that sort of stuff. So beautiful words of wisdom there, Robin. And I wish you nothing but the best luck. And um can't wait to keep watching and reading your blog and watching your travels and see what un- un- uncovers for you in the next few months. And,
1: uh, awesome. Yeah. Thank you, thank you so much. You so
0: much so much for being a part of this and, and truly just mirroring what it means to make a bold move so that you go and you can live your life on closet. So thanks again for being part of this journey with me.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate your time and for inviting me to be on your podcast.
0: Alright, there you have it. Another episode of Life Uncloseted has come to an end, but that's okay. We're going to be back in just a couple of days sharing more stories, tips, tricks, and wisdom for helping you live your life uncloseted. And you know what? You can share it too. Just take a few moments, if you like, and if you believe in this podcast, and share it with someone you know today. Share it from your phone, go share it on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you are. Maybe even give us a rating and review, because you know what? It's all about the planet living their life uncloseted. I'm Rick Clemens, host of the show and the guy who helps you make those big, bold moves. And I hope you never stop stepping out, stepping up, and stepping in to living your life uncloseted. Catch you real soon. Take care, everyone.